You're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and of course, it's a beautiful day here in Southwest Oklahoma. Raining though, so and it's going to be raining all day, just as usual. So if you if you're out and about, do be careful out there. Uh, lots of things going on regarding tribal sovereignty. Okay, so um, State Representative Tom Cole is putting forth a bill. Uh, regarding the McGirt decision. We're going to have to ask our lawyers about this. Here is the, the story that I posted from KOSU, and this was last week, okay? So keep in mind, and this is how fast these things move. Uh, Governor Anna Tubby says, we've been operating since I came to work for the nation as though we have boundaries. And uh, they said that they're one of the most powerful uh people in Indian country talking about the Choctaw Nation and their leader remembers a time when their operating budget was only a little more than a million dollars and most of that money came from the federal government. Today the Chickasaw Nation boasts more than 500 million dollars in annual revenue with multiple businesses and a state-of-the-art medical facility. These gains helped the Chickasaw Nation face the COVID-19 pandemic that disproportionately affected Native people but that's not the only challenge facing the tribal nation. They're also taking on more responsibilities in prosecuting criminal cases in the wake of last year's landmark McGirt Oklahoma decision by the Supreme Court okay let's stop right there and you can read these on our social media pages because I'm really fit to be tied especially when you see what the Oklahoma media has done with the spin about McGirt um okay first of all so Tom Cole is putting forth this bill that of course the bigger tribes who have the money and to give the revenue to the state of Oklahoma their players because, you know, they got all the money, right? So the Choctaws and the Chickasaws and Tom Cole, who claims to be one of those, um, a member of one of those tribes, they've, they've implemented a compact, y'all, to put that forward. And what makes Indian tribes think that the state of Oklahoma is going to honor any kind of compacts that they make with us when they won't even adhere to the gaming compacts that they made. They're still trying to fight us for that and try to fight us for more money, even though we offer our federal resource to each and every community that our tribes are in. And so it's, it's, it's really, I'm disgusted, quite frankly, that our other tribes... I mean, we united for the gaming compact. That's what United for Oklahoma is. So where are our other tribes and where do they stand on this compact? Where are our tribal leaders bringing that point forth? Saying you don't even honor the compacts or the treaties that you have with us for that matter. And yet they expect us to make another deal with them to see jurisdiction? I don't think so. And... Uh, and, and I do agree that most of the tribes, most of the tribes in the state of Oklahoma are not prepared to prosecute criminal defendants. They're not. I wholeheartedly admit that. I agree with that. And there is going to be a learning curve. However, other tribes can can help these tribes that actually have these resources can help these other smaller tribes it's just a matter of getting on that and if there's one thing that united for oklahoma taught us 
is that when our tribes band together, we're very powerful and we have a very powerful voice. But what we cannot do is we cannot allow a couple of the tribes here in Oklahoma to make these deals that affect the rest of us. And we've got we've got people in our own tribes who think meeting getting a meeting with the governor is a big deal. That dude is a public servant. And if he's not meeting with his constituents, then that says a lot about the kind of leader that he is. You should be able to meet with your representatives. You should be able to call and and be able to have parts of their time because you they work for you. Your representatives work for you. And it doesn't matter if they're federal representatives or state representatives or representatives of your tribe they are elected people for a temporary job and if they're not doing that then they need to be held accountable because it's us who suffer it's their constituents who suffer for this and i've asked the question several times why are only the chickasaws and the choctaws why why do why why do they get the most attention it's because they demand it. It's because they go to the state. They have people who are dedicated to working with the state and, and making those moves. We don't. We're more, here in Southwest Oklahoma, we're more content to fight each other over our little bitty piece of jurisdiction that we have. Fight our other tribes. And so we're never going to be heard that way. But it's like I said, you can read these, um, you can read these articles on our social media pages and you can judge for yourself, especially Indians. We know how a lot of the white people feel about this because of the media spin, right? You see where Channel 9 and all these are like, oh, they're just letting all these criminals out. And that's not the whole story. And this is because the state of Oklahoma did not honor those treaties. This is because the state of Oklahoma has been wholly unfriendly to Indian tribes here and has done nothing but continue to try to take and take and take and take while the tribes themselves continue to give to their communities. Tribes don't even ask about it. I can't even tell you how many different organizations I've seen come to the different tribes I've worked for over the years and ask for different different kinds of support. Sports uniforms and band uniforms and reception things and donate to my program and give us money for, for school books and, and things like that. And the tribes always come through. And they don't just come through for their for their tribal kids. They come through for all of the kids in that in that school district. Because that's what service is. And it, it's like I said, it's it's appalling to me at once that we're expected as tribes to cede our jurisdiction and to just willingly give up all of our resources right over to the state when we're not even on the same level as the state. We're on a federal level with the federal government. And the fact that we've allowed the state of Oklahoma to bully us and push us around is obscene. And where we are now with this McGirt decision, we have the power to take some of that back. And to make that stand. But as tribes, we're going to have to get better organized. We're going to have to. 
and we're going to have to make those decisions that we're not comfortable with doing. And I see, I mean, I get it. I get where this whole uh, concern over prosecution with the tribes, I, I get that. We don't even prosecute our own. Uncle Grifter then steals $10 million from the tribe and it's, oh no, that's my uncle, that's my grandpa. We can't put him in jail. He's an old man. Tell you what, let's just let him go home and he can run for office in another couple of years and grift us for some more money. And we're going to let him because we're going to reelect him. So if we're reluctant to prosecute our own like that, I get where the state would be concerned the, about our prosecutorial rules. However, as sovereign nations, as sovereign nations, those are our decisions to make. And so my hope is that the tribes that are still, I guess, is there still a United for Oklahoma now that, you know, or is it just with gaming? I'm confused. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty upset about this. And I'm pretty upset that, again, again, we're letting just a few tribes dictate what's happening for the rest of us here in Oklahoma because what that's going to do is that's going to set a precedent and they're going to use that document to try to force and strong arm the rest of our tribes to to submit and I don't know about you but I don't like that so uh if you're native even if you're not native, learn about the McGirt stuff. Learn about how these things are actually a positive thing. And you can't just think of it in terms of giving control of something to the Indians. Why are you so scared the Indian, for the Indians to be in control? Because y'all treated us like shit all those years? I'd probably be afraid to. But you know what? It is what it is. And that came from the Supreme Court. And let's not forget that. Let's not forget the McGirt decision went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the state of Oklahoma cannot mess with that decision. The only way that they can, they can reduce the benefits for that, for us, is to make us submit to them once again. And I'm just about tired of that. So hopefully our tribal leaders, our tribal members, our community leaders will come together and, and start to work this out. Because if there's one thing, if there's one thing our tribe should be united for is to, is to have our land base back and to be able to have control over our jurisdictions. That was promised to us by treaty. That's it. Okay. So as you can see, we're fired up today. We're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff too. So I so thank you for hanging out with me. And if it's a little loud here, it's because I have to get some home repairs done. So mind your bees. Um, but again, thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous, we're independent, and you're listening to them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.